We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Now it's uh, down to a man who loves getting grass looking good, looking real good, and having livestock run really quickly over the top of it. Lindsay Murphy has been a track manager in Sydney for I don't know how long, but I've always associated him with getting a track right for a big day of racing and a crap day of racing as well. Whatever the case, he joins us right now. Lindsay, good morning. How are you? Yeah, good morning, gents. Very well, thanks. That's the way. Thanks for coming on, mate. Um, Firstly, how's Randwick today looking, in, in your opinion, ahead of the big Everest day? Look, knowing from experience, when I was there, I've now retired, but... It'll be improving all day. The winds got right up and, um, you know, it was a heavy track yesterday. It's not this morning. They put a horse over it this morning and it was, um, he thought it was on the better side of what they've put up as a seven. So it'll keep improving as the day goes on. Lindsay, did you feel pressure for these, when you were the track manager for these big days, golden slippers and Doncasters and whatnot during the week and you got the weather forecast. Did you feel pressure to you know, try and produce the best tracks that you possibly could on these big days? Yeah, no doubt in the world. You, They are the grand final days. You know, we might have a couple of them through the year, but um, they're so important. There's so much prestige and money at stake that um, they are vital. So you want it as good as it can possibly be. It's a real showcase type of day. So the pressure is there and Talk about watching the weather. My wife had say, geez, you get up 10 times a night looking out the window, you know, to see what was happening as we'd lead up to a race meeting. And it's true. You worry about that. You try and get every forecast possible that you can get your hands on, but um, you're still in the lap of the gods as well. A lot of us with our lawns think, oh, well, if it if it has a, a few down weeks or I forget about it, okay, whatever. But you pressure's on with a track manager you have to get it right how do you make sure what are some of the tricks that you use to to make sure it was in as pristine a condition as you could get it look they've improved a hell of a lot over the years there's no two ways about it the chemicals and the additives that we can use are much more improved than they were when i started i started with the turf club in 1977 and the things we used were very basic back then and it has got more scientific, but there's still the tried and true method is just the basic principles. Keep it watered, keep it fed, and um, mow it as regularly as you possibly can to keep that mat thickening up and your grass will grow. Yeah, good advice. Sounds like yeah. <laughs> sounds like you treat that like you treat a middle-aged man. You just water it and feed it and yeah, give it a trim That's occasionally. Right. Yeah. As long as you've got a drink and a feed, you're going okay. <laughs> what was your, in, in regards to the tracks that you've worked on, a, a lot was made of, of you know, sort of Ramwick and then the Kenzo track and all these sorts of things. What was, you know, what was your favourite track to sort of work on and, and what did you get the most pride out of? Uh, look, they're all different in their own way, which is something that was quite unique. I started at the Sydney Turf Club when we only had the two tracks then, Rose Hill and Canterbury. And they were great. And we actually lived on Canterbury Racecourse for 22 years. So I've got four kids and they all grew up on the racecourse. So it's quite special to us. And I was very involved in the rebuilding of it, but then gone on to the rebuilding of Rose Hill. And then when the merger happened um, in 2011, 
I was able to take over the four track. So Ramwick has always been um, a bit of a cult hero to me. You know, like Ramwick and Flemington, they're they're pretty outstanding places, and to be able to manage Ramwick and go was quite amazing, and have those added special races. You mentioned the Doncaster and those. I'd always be at the Doncaster. It's a great day. And then to be a part of it. And then the Everest came along, which added a totally new dimension again at at a time of year where Sydney was a bit more low-key. It certainly went from being a bit low-key to very high stakes. Speaking of Canterbury, there was a... Were you able to get the dint out of it that young Patrick put into it when he decided to just check how hard the track was that night? <laughs> the night when he uh, yeah. when he came a cropper, he hit the deck a couple of times, and um, one of them he did say, and he bounced up and rode in a race or two later, and um, he did say, "Oh, thank God, Dad had plenty of grass on the track today. You know, I needed that because he just gone bang straight into it." But no, he gave a few tracks a workout. <laughs> he did. Few outside rails, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got exactly. plenty of a lot of tracks, young Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, best horse you ever saw, Lindsay? Winks, Winks. Yeah. I always maintained it was Kingston Town, and it's hard to change that view when a horse is actually racing. But um, even when she was midway through a thing, she was the best by far that I'd come across no doubt she was unbelievable what she could do uh, and there was yeah, there, you go. there was another level of pressure there actually yeah. with winks because chris and the connections were also concerned chris in particular he was very conscious of how the tracks would be and at those carnival times we had quite a number of wet tracks and he was concerned whether they'd be safe enough for her he was her well-being was all he was interested in, and so that added another stress factor that I could have done without. Absolutely, another stress fracture uh, factor, and things that sort of come up, Linz, is track the the the, the dreaded track bias. Can yeah. You, what yeah. causes the old track bias? What causes it? What is it a thing? Does it is it just sort of a wear and tear thing or a water? What causes track bias? Yeah, I wish I knew that. Of the um. <laughs> That's the million-dollar question. It does exist. There's no two ways about it that biases exist. And, you know, if a track manager's denying it, which was the case when track bias came under the focus so much, a lot of track managers, no, no, nothing wrong with this track, nothing wrong with this track. Well, there is nothing wrong with it, but they do perform differently from day to day. But as long as we as a track manager haven't contributed to that in um, the way we watered or the way we rolled it or mowed it or whatever. If we haven't contributed to that bias, well, you just shrug your shoulders and say, I don't know what's happened there. There was a period where I had and my managers at each track, I said, why don't we try and see if we can tell people look, we believe it's going to be better off the fence or the fence is going to be on fire or whatever. So just for a while, make a note and of your own view and go. And we were wrong 80% of the time. We'd say, oh, the fence is on fire today and they'd all went down the outside, you know. So it's far from an exact science. You mentioned wind earlier. That's a huge factor. And, um, and you know, a lot of the biases 
aren't actually track biases. They are tempo related, mm. and yeah. and people don't attribute it to that straight away. They they think it's oh, the track is causing that, but no, the tempo is a huge factor. Have you ever uh, had a a robust discussion with say a jockey or a or a trainer who accused the track of being no good and you basically shot back with, well, how about you steer it better? <laughs> how about you don't train a slow nah. horse? Yeah. Well, um, yes, I have had many a robust <laughs> discussion actually. And, um, but they all just go around in circles, unfortunately. And, um, now, um, everyone's got a view and trainers as you bikes know, well, um, hangs by that if their horse doesn't perform the way they expected they're looking for answers and sometimes the track is that answer but um no i've had a number of robust discussions and likewise with um jockeys who now walk the tracks and they'll come back to me and say oh geez you want to get off the fence today and then next thing three things come up the fence and win and i don't say anything to them i just go and see them and just smile gently. <laughs> Lindsay, thanks so much for joining us this morning, mate. Um, enjoy watching the races wherever you are uh, on the couch or maybe yep. even making it around week. And um, really appreciate your time this morning on the Mowers Club. No, my pleasure. Keep the name as the Mowers Club too. Everyone loves it when they've done their lawn and go and you sit back and you might grab a beer and look at it and say, gee, that looks good. And you can do that in winter too. You can just pretend that, yeah, no, good name. <laughs> just start the mower up, Linda. Just put it on the highest, the highest notch. Just roll <laughs> it right. over there. You're just basically rolling it. Get you 20 minutes <laughs> away right. from the uh, from the said party. I've just got to mow the lawns. Just pretend <laughs> yep. that you're mowing it. Have the mower going, and then you can have your beer. That's a great idea. Exactly. Lindsay just did our promo line. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. Good stuff, Lindsay Murphy. Um, former track manager, knows everything there is to go on growing a good lawn. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.